0: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, hey, Waffle Gang, I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some more relationship stories. And if you do love a Reddit story, why not consider hitting that like, subscribe, maybe that notification bell too. Let's crack on with today's first story. Now today's first story comes from a throwaway account and is titled My 34 male ex-wife 32 female divorced me after she got cancer so that she could leave first. Now she wants to come back. Should I give her another chance? I met my wife, I call her Anna, during our first year of university. We dated through university and got married right after her graduation. Things were happy for a while until Anna discovered a lump in her right breast. I encouraged her to have it checked out. She was reluctant to do so, but ultimately did because breast cancer runs in her family. And sure enough, that's what she had. The good news, if it can be considered good news, was that the breast cancer she had was extremely treatable with chemo and radiation. Based on her family history, her doctor also recommended a double mastectomy for her. This put Anna in a really dark place. I suggested she go to therapy, but she outright refused and said she never wanted to hear me suggest that again so I did my best to be encouraging and supportive to her. I took time off work to be at her every appointment with her. I took on 100% of the household chores, both inside and out. I did all of the shopping. I drove Anna everywhere she wanted to go. I planned out special dates for us. I gave her an hour-long foot massage every night. I literally did whatever I could. About six weeks into her treatment, Anna brought up the idea of going to stay with her sister Sarah for a week. This honestly relieved me as I was burning the candle at both ends, trying to accomplish everything. I thought some time apart would help us both. Two nights into her stay with Sarah, Anna called me and said she wanted a divorce. She said she had read a lot about men who abandon their wives when their wives get sick, and she was determined to leave me before I could leave her. I can't put into words how much this crushed me. I loved my wife. She was my everything. I begged her to reconsider. I told her I had never thought of leaving her, not even once. I asked her again to go to therapy. She refused again. I asked her to go to couples therapy with me. She wouldn't. I asked her what I could do to convince her I wanted to stay. She said there was nothing. I am a man, therefore I would leave. End of story. It took about a year because of where we live. Thanks COVID, but eventually everything was finalized. I ended up selling the house and splitting the proceeds between me and my now ex-wife. I didn't want to stay in that town anymore, so I put a transfer request at my job and ended up moving to a town about two hours away. For the past couple of years, I've been focusing on myself. I got a dog. I've been on a few dates, but nothing serious. I picked up hiking as a hobby and started gardening. Out of the blue, Anna called me three weeks ago. She said she'd been in town on a trip with friends and saw me, and all of her old feelings rushed back. She said she was sick and out of her mind at the time and that I couldn't hold her words or actions against her. She said she still loved me, that she always had and that she regretted leaving me. She begged me to give her another chance. I'm so confused. I'm being honest, I still love Anna, but I'm no longer in love with her. She broke my heart. I was devastated when she ended things. It took me a long time to get my head on right. But I also know she was really in a bad place because of the cancer. Do I owe it to her and what we had to hear her out? I'm scared that if we reconnect, I'll always feel like she'll have one foot out the door. But maybe that's unfair. I don't know what to do. Should I give her another chance like she wants? Gee whiz, what an absolute rough situation. And I've got no doubt that she would have been in an awful place when all this was going on. And I imagine you was as well, because it sounds like you was doing your very best care for her whilst this was all going on you tried to reassure her you offered therapy you offered couples therapy and you said she said there was nothing that you could do you're a man and therefore you would leave and i think in the end no one can really decide this for you personally if it was me i don't think i'd be able to get back into that situation you sound like you've rebuilt your life things are going good for you but all the options you gave her she never took any of them to begin with But we move moved to the comments with Duty Valuable who says I never recommend couples getting back together unless the issues that drove them apart are fixed. Cancer was not the problem. Lack of communication, trust and a willingness to compromise was on her end. She made unilateral decisions without caring how it affected you. She refused therapy. The way you were writing this, it's still all about what she wants, which sounds like the dynamic that destroyed your marriage. So what changed? I wouldn't do it but if you want to open the door you need to start with brutally honest couples therapy and her active and honest participation is non-negotiable and a deal breaker otherwise have the therapy to hash out and bury the past and see if dating is an eventual possibility you guys need to start from scratch and it's okay if you try it and you can't move on like she expects you to she hurt you regardless of her motivations sometimes you can't undo things William says, and quote, she said she was sick and out of her mind at the time, and that I couldn't hold her words or her actions against her. Then says, she hasn't changed. Here, she is refusing to take responsibility for her actions when you both know you gave her every opportunity to find help. If she really wanted to make things work with you, why did it take her seeing you by chance to do something? No, she's just lonely and is trying to shoot her shot because she's betting you're not over her. Frosty Winter says, that's rough, mate. You don't owe her anything. The divorce took a year, then you were apart for two years. Why did it take her so long to realize leaving you was a mistake? Personally, I wouldn't take her back. Honey Mustard Dog replies that and says, eh? My husband and I broke up when we were dating for two years. Lived totally different lives, lived with other people, didn't even talk, and I missed him like crazy. I knew what I had lost, but it took years to get my own mind to a place where we could reconnect meaningfully. That was 12 years ago now. We are happily married with kids. The time thing doesn't alarm me just the not knowing if she has done anything to sort through her own trauma and get right ranity says in quotes do i owe it to her and what we had to hear her out Opie says no i don't think you do if you want to hear her out then that's one thing but you don't owe it she's broke your heart and divorced you while in a ton of fear understandable fear but nonetheless she ran and would not work with you because you're a man who's predisposed to abandon their sick partner she bolted she showed you who she becomes when the going gets tough if you just look at the facts with no judgment she was determined to leave me before i could leave her i begged her to reconsider i told her i'd never thought of leaving her not even once i asked her again to go to therapy she refused again i asked her to go to couples counseling with me she wouldn't I asked her what i could do to convince her i wanted to stay she said there was nothing i'm a man therefore i would leave she said she was sick and out of her mind at the time and that i couldn't hold her words or her actions against her It he goes on to say it sounds like you got your life back together and became whole again it would be a hell of a risk to tread back there so op says firstly i'd like to thank you to everyone who left comments on my original post i now know what people mean when they say rest in peace my inbox I posted that and went to bed never expecting it would blow up so much by the time i woke up this post was locked not sure why so i couldn't respond to any comments but i read as many as i could and tried to take everything into consideration many of you suggested i reach out to my ex-wife anna for an in-person conversation the overwhelming consensus was that meeting her in person would tell me all i needed to know and you were right that seemed reasonable to me I texted her and she jumped at the chance to meet and we did so yesterday after I was done at work. I chose to ask her to meet at a local coffee shop. Maybe it sounds bad but I didn't want to meet her at my house or anywhere private just in case. Anyway, Anna was already there when I got there. She got up and hugged me. I let her but didn't hug her back. Then we sat down. I asked her to remain quiet while I talked and I told her everything. I'm going to sum it up here because I honestly do not remember everything I said. I think I talked for like 10 minutes solid while she just sat there and teared up. But I told her things like how much she has devastated me. I told her that I would have stuck with her through thick and thin no matter what. I told her that I loved her and that hadn't changed after her diagnosis or treatment plan. I told her that I was broken after she initiated the divorce. I told her how hard it was for me to pull myself back together. A lot of you pointed out that if Anna and I got back together, I should be worried about what she would do the next time she got sick or if I got sick. And you were right, so I told her that too, and she got mad and interrupted me at that point. She said I was being unfair, that I wasn't taking into consideration her mental health at the time. She said she wasn't thinking straight, but that now she was. I took the chance to ask her if she'd been to therapy. She told me she hadn't, and that she had no plans to, and that she didn't need it. I have to admit it, that crushed me a little. I asked her why. Just why? It's the one question I've really wrestled with over the months. And she said that she'd gone looking for support groups and found a lot of women who had stories about their partners leaving. She even mentioned Reddit, funnily enough. She said she talked it through with her sister, Sarah. Anna said that Sarah, to her credit, had tried to dissuade her from divorcing me. But that between social media and some of Anna's friends, Anna felt like she had to go through with it to be seen as a strong woman. That is, word for word, what she said to me. I don't remember anything else exactly but we will never forget that she broke my heart and threw away our relationship because somehow in her mind that translated to being strong she then started trying to tell me we could get back together again but at that point i just told her flat out that wasn't happening what it comes down to for me is that i just can't trust her i'll always be worrying about the same thing happening again she cried a lot and tried convincing me for a while I got up to leave she threw her iced coffee in my face and stormed out so yeah we're definitely not getting back together i have the closure i always wanted i wish it felt better i've been dwelling on it for the past day and a half i keep wondering if there's something i could have done better some way i could have saved our relationship but i know there's not i've blocked her number i kind of hope i never hear from her again and i think that's what it's all about sometimes for people isn't it just getting that closure You may already know the outcome that you're never going to be together, but to hear her words and see if she's changed, etc., just to prove to yourself that it's the right decision is the correct thing to do. Although, OP to get a nice coffee thrown in their face for it, which is absolutely awful, and I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. But now, I'm going to turn it to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? Let me know your thoughts down in the comments below. And let's move on to another story. And our next story comes from the Am I the Arsehole subreddit from Top Trainer 7063 and says, Am I the Arsehole for walking out of the kitchen anytime that my husband or his family try to help? I, 32 female, married my husband, male, 35, six years ago. I met him through a competitive soccer league. I played in university and he played semi-professional before he moved to North America. I've made an effort to learn how to cook meals from his country and have several cookbooks. He never complains and has praised my cooking often. We've cooked meals together for dinner parties and no complaints. I'm currently pregnant with our first child and his mum and sister have come over to be here for the birth and help for a while. So the problem is that whenever I'm cooking, all three of them have started coming in and changing stuff around. It doesn't matter if I'm making something from their country or not. They have started coming in and saying stuff like, oh, that heat is too high or low for this meal and they will change it or adding ingredients, or things like that. When my mother-in-law and sister-in-law cook, they get all offended if I offer any suggestions. My husband says to leave them alone because they know what they are doing, but he won't give me the same courtesy. So I've started walking away from the kitchen as soon as they change anything. or simply walk out and go onto the deck with a sweet tea and enjoy the sunshine until it is time to eat. Now they are complaining that I'm making them do all the cooking and just sitting there doing nothing. I said it was their choice to help out with that meal and i appreciate their help my husband says i'm petty and vindictive but i told him he said to let them help so i am i'm sitting on the deck right now watching them fight because i walked out and they forgot about the roast and now it's dry as fuck <laughs> i'm thinking i might go for a drive and grab a burger while i'm out am i the asshole? hell no not the arsehole i just think it's extremely incredibly rude for someone just come walking in adding ingredients to what you're cooking telling you you're doing it wrong and when you're like yeah fuck this i'm going out and having my sweet tea then you can deal with it they get all offended as well go out for that drive and enjoy that burger i think (laughs) check intelligence says not the arsehole darling husband which is it let them cook or keep them out they're your family you have to help enforce the boundary all i know is i'm not fighting them in my kitchen for the remainder of this pregnancy that they won't be invited back for the next one. Alternately, next time they come in, you loudly and repeatedly shoo them out, physically block them from the food you are preparing. Be nice but firm. You don't like me to interfere when you are cooking either, so out, 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 and I'll let you know when it's ready. Do not take no for an answer. Go for your drive. No excuses. No apologies. Enjoy your burger. They wanted to cook. They ruined dinner. They can eat it. Dry as ass roast. <laughs> Oof. Mousing Joke says, I'm always in awe about the supposed family helpers that only stress out or depress the pregnant ladies in these stories. So good job, OP, for not letting them and finding you peace. Burger sounds about right. I suppose it's not possible for you to stay at your family's place for a while. It might be good as well. Stress and gang ups are bad for the baby. Can't give you not the arsehole with a clear conscience as you're being somewhat petty. But your husband, mother in law, and sister in law are all the assholes. I'm not even sure if it is petty, but even if it is, it's the kind of petty I can get behind. Jay Sorry says, not the arsehole. You are not being petty and vindictive. You are simply teaching a lesson about boundaries. If you were being petty, you would change all the labels for the spices. And Gerblord says, not the arsehole. His family is literally changing what you're working on without permission. This is the equivalent of sitting down beside someone who's drawing and erasing parts of their art because that's what you think is best. Maybe it's a cultural thing i would take the time to communicate your boundaries to your partner so he can understand your perspective if he's capable of reasoning that is if no one will listen keep chilling on the deck but now i'm going to turn this one to you guys what do you guys make of this situation what would you do if you was in op's position let us know your thoughts down in the comments below and let's have another story and our next story comes from Excellent Plate 9002 and says, Am I the arsehole for telling my mum I will never be happy she's doing better by her do over family? My mum was not active in my life when I was young. She left it all to my dad. He was such a good dad too, and he did his best to make up for my mum never being around. They were married, by the way. She was married to her job mostly, or always doing her own thing. Dad would try to bring us together, but she always had excuses. A year before he died i noticed he started to grow more frustrated with her she'd let us both down many times and they started arguing the day he died he got into a crash he stormed out of the house after Mum accused him of trying to pull me off on her and how she wasn't some cheap babysitter after he died she was in a weird place for a few months i hardly saw her and spent most of my time at my uncle's dad's best friend's house she met someone new and dedicated a lot of time to him i was 11 when dad died I turned 12 when she met her husband. It was obvious how different she was with her second husband. It was also obvious when she had kids with him that she was a more involved mum. She actually went with them to see Santa, took them places, made memories. All the stuff she never did with us or even me. I resent it. I'll be honest. Her husband noticed it before I moved out of the house and called me out on not being happy for my siblings and him. I told him he got everything my dad had begged for. That I would not be happy she let my dad die unhappy. That she made me unhappy my whole childhood. He called me childish. I told him I didn't give a fuck about his opinion or his happiness. I moved out before I graduated and before I even turned 18. Live with my uncle now. It was just better. Ever since my mom has been like, why do not you visit? Why do you never call? Why do you never answer texts? She texted me twice before that point in three months. She asked to meet me last week, so I did since she was paying. She told me she was doing better by her family now and did not like that. I carried such a clear grudge. She said she's doing everything with them to make sure they don't miss her like I did and I should be happy for her and them. That she'd like to think my dad would be happy for her. I told her there is no way he would have been happy she ignored the kid he had with her and did everything he wanted with me for other kids. I told her at the end of his life dad probably didn't even love her anymore. Like she clearly never loved us. I told her I would never be happy that she's doing better with her do-over family, that she could take her pawning off and cheap babysitter ass and stay the hell away from me. She called me spiteful and said I should love my siblings enough to be glad for them at least. She also sent me a text over the weekend saying I'm just like she was and congratulations for being what I hate. Am I the asshole? Also, siblings is because I do not consider them that. They are her kids, but she's not really my mum, so they're not really my siblings. I'm gonna start in the comments with Giraffe who says not the arsehole, she literally said in your face yeah I neglected you, ignored you and outright refused to watch you but I'm doing it for them now so why aren't you happy? Your egg donor doesn't deserve the time of day I'm sorry for the loss of your father Hope you respond saying right? Like what do you want, a cookie? Part of me wonders if she's looking for that cheap babysitter in somebody else Royally Oki says not the arsehole she may be doing better by her new family but what is she doing to make amends with you? She's simply trying to get you to give her a free pass. Try not to let this experience poison other areas of your life. Seek help if needed. Move on in a positive way. Similar name says not the arsehole. You are not like her. You didn't neglect and abandon your husband and kid for no good reason. She hasn't done shit to make up or make amends. I think she wants a relationship now that you're an adult for babysitting. Her other offspring are what? Oldest five to six when you were 18? Probably younger. Probably younger. Falcon Jaeger says, I'm sorry for your loss, not the arsehole. That woman is ridiculous. In quotes, she also sent me a text over the weekend, and I'm just like she was and congratulations for being what I hate. Then says, saying this to you and seeing no fault of her own. ah, Why do I get the idea that her children would grow to resent her for being a pushover? There is no love in this woman for you. I guess there will never be. That's not your fault and that you cut ties with her makes you nothing like her. You are the child of your father and will follow his example, not hers. And one more comment from Floop Dupes a lot who says, Not the arsehole, your attitude, which is fully justified, reminds her of what a failure she was at being a good mum to you. She wants you to stop reminding her of that so she can be happy with her new family. She's selfish and uncaring towards you, and you do not owe her. She's not even admitting wrongdoing and asking for forgiveness. She's telling you to let it go so she can enjoy being mummy to the family she wanted. Over time, I hope you can give her just as much space in your head as she deserves, which is none hope you find a circle of people who love and treasure you. Now, I'm going to turn this one to you guys. What do you guys make of this situation? How would you deal with it if it was you? Would you just cut her out of your life? Let us know your thoughts. Now, just a huge thank you from the bottom of my heart for getting involved in today's stories. Your love, your support, your time always means the absolute world to me. So thank you so much for getting involved. And don't forget at the very end of the video, there'll be a couple of playlists there that you can click on. And will automatically scroll through the videos. For you thank you so so much and hopefully i'll see you in the next one take care and much love